the Sunday edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. This is an FA Cup special. Wigan Athletic 3, Blackburn Rovers 2, through to the fourth round. Have we all recovered yet, lads? It was definitely one of those afternoons where you were glad you made the effort. It's no effort going watching Wigan. Those who didn't make the effort, you missed out on a cracking game. It was a very cold day. I commented it was too cold to snow. Freezing in that that I East Ham. You know, with me, uh, I, I didn't have my coat on. No coat, Pendlebury. First half, goal was not too much in the way of clear chances for either side. I think they probably shared, shared the better of the chances and, and they looked a very decent decent side in that first half and we were struggling at times to come to terms with them, I thought. I think the, the biggest error they made was when, I'm not sure, was it Gallagher who didn't, he didn't square it to Diaz? I mean, that was a tap-in if he'd have squared it, wasn't it? And good save from Jones, but shouldn't really have been in it. They controlled it, I thought. I thought they were the better side in the first half, Blackburn. I think it didn't look like we had very odd for a Wigan side, but it didn't look like we believed we could beat them in the first half, I don't think. A bit on the back foot, but we held in, we, we kept kept ourselves in there. I thought we defended pretty well. Jones made a couple of good saves and, you know, if you're nil-nil at half-time, it gives you a chance, doesn't it? It always gives you a chance. Yeah, I disagree slightly. I thought there was a couple of very dodgy defending moments where we were just playing the ball out from the back and pretty much giving it away. Blackburn looked like they definitely had a very decent counter-attack with some, you know, there was one or two players there that had a, a good bit of pace. I, don't, I thought I thought we just contained them in the first half. We're not a lot really, you know, they take out the errors and I thought we just kind of, we'd, we'd gone there expecting to have to contain them and contain them. They had a bit of a confusion over the substitution as well, didn't they? It was Sam Gallagher uh, who wanted to come back on when he went down injured. <laughs> And the Blackburn fans seemed to think we were laughing at the fact he was injured. Rather, we were, you know, a, a lot of laughter went up at the uh, farcical way that he was substituted. He was clearly wanting to come back on the pitch, but they'd, they'd already made the substitution. Yeah, I, I, I think the way he pulled up, something had gone, hadn't it? To anybody watching, thought something's gone there. There's no way he's coming back on. But obviously, he had different ideas. You could understand their bench putting the sub on. And like you say, it, it was the confusion that was getting laughed at. Nearly piece at time. I had my double oxo with chilli to, to warm my cockles up as we sat there during the half-time break. What a fantastic second half. And uh, it started in quite explosive fashion, Adam, with Kadra uh, banging in a rather decent goal, I thought, to be honest. Well, I got confused, actually. I was in the uh, a bit of a different spin on toilet talk. I was in the toilets and there was still music playing in the toilets. So I didn't really think I was in that big a rush. I didn't think the second half would have started. Uh, but I got there and then I heard this big cheer and I thought, oh God, it doesn't sound like a Wigan cheer, that. And yeah, but I've seen the replay of it and it, to be fair, it was a really good breakaway goal, wasn't it? He's done Jones. I think he's kind of wrong-footed him, hasn't he, really? But he just couldn't quite get down to it, Jones. But, yeah, good goal. Got to say, it's a good goal. And, I, and to be honest, at that point, I was thinking, well, will Blackman just go on now and probably get a second and maybe that that would be the end of our run? But Max Power had other ideas, didn't he? He did, yeah. Kadra, I think that's how you pronounce his name, Kadra. He, he cut inside and, and maybe Jones there. Uh, Thought he was going to go for the far post and got caught out at his near post. And I know keepers hate getting caught out at the near post. It's not what they want. But like you just alluded to there, uh, Max Power with a 30-yard effort that bobbled in front of Pears. Or is yeah. it Pears or Pears? Whatever his name well, was. They kept calling him Pears, didn't they? But yeah. it's definitely Pears as it's written. 
the, the, the Atlas, the Atlas Pierce, it bounced in front of him. Back in it. Bounced in that horrible spot, didn't it? And goal's a goal, don't matter. We're very much back in it. Because like, like Adam said, I thought we, having contained them, might just struggle a little bit. But, you know, we're back in it. And I think it changed a little bit at that point. It's that old favourite, isn't it? Believe. You get back to one apiece and suddenly you believe. Yeah, we definitely got the impetus there. We started to dominate, you know, and started to create a few chances as well. Yeah, we missed that chance, didn't we, when we hit the bar. But also as well, we made we made the substitutes, didn't we? We, still, we were planning on making the substitutes before we equalised, but we carried on and still made the subs. And I think it gives a bit extra, I think. Uh, I think McLean coming on and Massey coming on. I think it just gives us that little bit of uh, energy. Um, and we could get a bit higher up the field. Um, Powers started to take control of the game a lot more. And then obviously Asgard coming on always does a always does a good job as well. You know, I mean, he's, he's a different player, isn't he, to what else we've got out there. So, yeah, you could st- you could feel it swinging, couldn't you, towards us. But the way the goal came about, I mean, I was looking. I, I'd swung my head to the left because I thought he was going to go for another breakaway and, and throw it out. I, I couldn't believe it had gone in. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's uh, Yeah, it was a shocking error, really, for the keeper, wasn't it? They didn't show the replay on the screen. I don't know whether they thought it might get disallowed, similar to the one earlier in the season when they showed the replay. I forgot who that was against, but the referee changed his mind. Into Maybe they were felt sorry for him and didn't want to show it again. For yeah, but, but Keane, Keane was sort of stood within a yard of him. And I don't know if he thought it was a bit controversial or not, but Keane, Keane was, it was clear there. For me, it was Watmore's goal because he's he's headed it and the keeper's grabbed it, but he's spilt it and he's not he's not deflected it back. It's just gone in and I'm giving it to Watmore. I know it's classed as an own goal. I, I, I think you've got to put it down as keeper error. You know, it's one of those, I was explaining to my daughter how it's a horrible position to be in as a keeper because you, you're waiting to clatter into that post, aren't you? And you, 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 your mind's not where it should be because you, you're frightened of uh, smacking yourself in the head or something like that and it's a keeper error you, you know, if if you do nothing else at that point make yourself a barrier push it out for a corner don't try and grab it and, and take it in your goal push it out for a corner it is a keeper error but it, I still think the old rule is it was was what Moore's header going in yeah in, in, in that well, sense yeah that, that's his goal yeah, That's in that sense. That's why they've taken it away from him, because if he'd have edited it wide and he'd have dropped it... Ah, yeah, I mean, you could judge it was going across the goal rather than into the goal. But I think if nobody had touched it, it'd have probably gone in and it, the, the side netted on the other side, it was going that yeah. parallel to the goal type of thing. Or I can see why they've given it as a keeper error, as an own goal. Well, I'm, going, I'm going what more? That's me. So, 2-1. I can understand where you guys are coming from as well. Yeah, so it was all like, and it says the puss was up 2 1, 75 minutes on the ticker. And we're thinking, all we've got to do, all over for 15 minutes, and we're through to the fourth round. Uh, and we were doing pretty well. Cal Wanger had a, an excellent chance to make it 3 1, but the ball just bobbled in front of him, seven or eight yards out, open goal, <laughs> knocked it out of the ground, <laughs> unlike Wanger that one. But then the referee didn't give a free kick, and the linesman flagged in the 89th minute for a challenge by Tello Asgard on uh, some player who went down like he'd been shot, rolled around, 
and watch the replays. He's hardly touched him if he has touched him. But I've got to say, a brilliant free kick in. And we've seen power knock, knock him in like that all season. And you've got to hold your hands up. Excellent yeah. free kick. Great ball. Great ball. And obviously he's headed it down and no chance for, for Jones. And we're, we're all getting ready for our... Um, Extra time. Yeah, you know, we. Same. I wonder if they're going to open the bar again now for extra time. Yeah, so uh, we had a corner in the 93rd minute. Max Power swung it in to the near post to clear, clear it out. Back to power again. Asgard drifted in from uh, what I like to call the Sean Maloney position. Picked <laughs> it up. Fain to cross it with his left. No defence bought it. Swung it around with his right. Looked up. Looked at that top corner into the back of the net. Now he said he said on his official uh, on the official website interview that it, he thought I'm having a go for the top corner. I 100% believe it was a go for the uh, he had a go for the top corner, and that's where he ended up. Yeah, he's that sort of player, and he? he's got he's got a bit of an a, you know an arrogance and a confidence about him, and he just genuinely thought I can score here, and it's one of them where if he knocked it over at bar, it, it's a fine margin, isn't it? You'd say. Why have you not crossed it in at that point in time? But he believes in his ability, doesn't he? So beautiful, beautiful goal. Yeah, deserved to win. Yeah, I, I think your risk at two apiece is a lot less than your risk at two one down. If you're two one down, you you might get flack for not crossing it at two apiece. If it goes out, then you know you're killing the clock, aren't you? So. Yeah, why not have a go? But I'd, I'll just say, if you hadn't mentioned Sean Maloney, Barry, I certainly was going to. I was going to do as well. Really good goal, and um, yeah, it's fantastic. The, you know that what him and Langy have done this season. You know, as uh, you know, academy graduates, very very important parts of our team. You know, the, the squad, Langy more so in the first half, but I think Paul said before off air that Asgard will have a big part to play in the second part of the season uh, he's had remember he's had he was out for a month with injury as well so that would have knocked him back and yeah, uh, yeah he's a, he showed last year didn't he? he he was a bit raw last year a bit weak in a way I don't want to say too I don't it sounds a bit insulting but I do think he was a little bit weak but he's pumped up and he's got a lot bigger hasn't he over the summer I think Max Power said he, he sees for he's grown four inches since the start of the season. <laughs> so. I've seen on a poll, an overnight poll, that that goal has been voted the best FA Cup goal since Ronnie Radford's for Hereford United against Newcastle back in 72. So what a fantastic goal. It hasn't really. Danny Murphy said it was a fluke on, on match of the day. So Danny Murphy, if you're listening, boo, you don't know what you're talking about. The stats from the game, we had 52% possession. We had 10 shots to the 14, so they just said that with two yellow cards, Power and McLean, and the attendance was a very legal <laughs> 9,892. Spot on. That's exactly what we want. That's exactly what we want. Talking of what we want, we've got the, the draw coming up very shortly, and we're going to remain on earth to cover it. Who do we want? Home tie. Then we can go. Home tie. Adam? I wouldn't mind something like, like if we were going to be away, I'd like Kidderminster or... Uh, Boreham Wood, if we all were. If we're at home, any really of the big, what you said, a big six, really. You know, a, an Arsenal, a Tottenham. A, I mean, we've got to remember some of these sides aren't through yet. So, you know, you could say a Liverpool, but they're not through yet, are they? You could say a Man United, you know, they don't play till tomorrow, do they? So, I mean, there's the Man City one, isn't there? But do we want to beat them for the fourth time in a row in the Cup? Well, we're City concerned. I don't want to play them because that, yeah. that streak's going to finish 
And I, th I think if they went two or three up early doors, they wouldn't stop because they feel like they always are trouncing. Yeah, and yeah. I Pep, don't want to play. Pep doesn't like it, does he? No, Pep I don't want to play like this yeah, I completely agree there, Barry. Yeah, As it I mean, is, we like it. Don't give yeah, opportunity they, they to rip, ruin it. They can yeah. rip you to Pete. I mean, they, they did Leeds, didn't they, earlier on this season? They did seven pass Leeds, you know what I mean? So yeah. you don't want to be you don't want to be playing a side. They're, they're probably the only side. Liverpool potentially, but not as much so, I don't think. But City could absolutely give you a, a battering if they're on form, aren't they? They're getting ready to make the draw. So I'll tell you what I'll go for. I'd, I'd like perhaps Kidder Minister. Areas away or Liverpool or something. That would be my choice. I think you. I think you're settling on either a big team at home or a small team away, aren't you? Right over to Wembley. Here we go. Thing is, with this, it's when you pull out like a real no romance one, isn't it? Well, Who's like good habits when you need him? Right here we go. Come on, empty your balls and shake the bag. First ball out. Eighteen. Palace. Never been Palace. That'll do me. Hartley Pool. Not a good draw for Hartley Pool, really, is it? There's not really any, there's no like, real tie that's come out yet that you'd say, wow. Oh, 11. Kidderminster, this is the one. There we go. Oh, oh 29. West, that's a good draw for them. Kidderminster will definitely be on uh, TV, uh, won't they? Oh, no. <laughs> We've been there before, haven't we? It's bloody cold. Oh, oh no. We're going again. Classics We're going again. The Nick Powell derby. <laughs> well, what do we think of that? We'll, we'll take a big foot. Let, let's get a good request. Well, they've got to give you. They've got to give you a certain percentage for FA Cup, haven't they? Mm. Yeah. Uh, record. We've played Stoke thirty-four times. We've won nine, lost twelve, and drawn thirteen. I remember that one. We won to stay at Premier League. Who go Roddy Hager? Have we only won at Stoke twice? So James McLean and Nick Powell Derby, isn't it? Yeah, and Jordan Cousins. No, we've won more than twice because we we won it two. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we won. We won the three 0 one. Yeah, I, I I don't know how I forgot on that one. We were talking about that earlier on today. So what do we think? Poor draw could have been a lot better. Could have been a better draw, but what you'd say is winnable, local, and there shouldn't be a problem with tickets. So I think I think you've got to look at those as advantage. Chances it's probably going to be on a Saturday as well, isn't it? You would think. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it, it's one of them, isn't it? It, it? There's no romance to it, but like Adams says. Tickets will be available. It's local enough. We'll be able to go chasing yeah. the romance the next round, aren't you? And if we get knocked out, you know, it's not a bad, it's not a bad thing in in the context of the season, really, is it? That that we're not yeah. going to have another game postponed. Yeah, I think I think the next round, the fifth round, I think is the midweek round as well. It's not on a it's not on a weekend. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's very much like the Blackburn game, isn't it? Except it's away. You know, yeah. If you, as long as you don't you don't go there and get an absolute hiding that that ruins your confidence for the rest of the season, you could accept going there and getting beat yeah. by one or two, and everybody comes on fit and off you trot and carry on. And if yeah, we did I, mean, go through, I wonder if it's to be the week that we've agreed to Accrington have agreed to play us. Probably get that yeah, I mean, off. Nick Powell has been injured, which is a big probably a big surprise to Wigan fans that he's actually been injured, but. Yeah, he but he's been integral. The, the guy I know from work who's been on the podcast before, he was saying that without Powell, they're not the same side at all. They've really struggled without him. Let's hope that he's not available again yeah. for that game. That's that's our reward. Another championship club. We'll see what happens. Just somewhat some some news. Well, first of all, I forgot to mention uh earlier the man of the match. As voted for by the listeners of the Progress with Unity podcast, was Max 
power. So well done, Max, for your displays today in the Blackburn Rovers game. Uh, a solid choice though, Max Power. It was run close by Guion Edwards, who had quite a few votes as well. So two two solid performances. Also a bit of breaking news. Gillingham manager Steve Evans has been sacked and uh, they're, they're our next home game in the league. Uh, we've got them in two weeks, uh, week of Saturday coming up. Uh, so managerless Gillingham will be in town. And by the way, the Gillingham, the Gillingham game is also going to be the Pies and Peas game for the supporters club. Right, so obviously New Year's Day got called off. So it's the Gillingham's new manager will be tucking into Pies and Peas. So is that a free, free pie and peas for all members of the supporters all club? All members, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Just to be there by a certain time, or do you just uh, get in before right. they've all gone? Yeah. Well, I think there'll be there's enough for there's enough for each member. So I guess if you get if you have your second one, you might have to buy your second one. But nah, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not I'm not convinced that every single member will go and get the pie because there's some members in Australia. It's a bit of a trek to go, go to supporters club for the pie. Yeah. Um, a big shout out to two people uh, first of all Vernon who we had the pleasure of sitting alongside yesterday Adam uh, yes. one of our regular listeners so yeah very surprised to meet Adam in the flesh he said not what he expected yeah and was it who was the lady who was with uh, with him that's his daughter Lucy yeah the one who stole a bob at you did indeed mm. yes Someone who's just discovered us, but he is a, a Latics fan. But he's only just, I know he's only just discovered the progress of the Unity podcast. I had no idea. But he sent me a message saying, Barrett, I cannot believe it, but I've discovered a podcast and it's the progress with the Unity podcast. Anyway, it's Jeff Morgan from Idaho. He was over recently with his mum and dad, and we did uh, uh, some stuff with him finding his ancestral home which we managed to to find so big shout out to Jeff he's a massive ticks fan you can get him on on Twitter at Hall Ticks. We're off to Stoke City not the Victoria ground as it used to be but to the uh, Britannia Stadium. We have met before Barry in the cup. We have indeed. 3-0 defeat. Yes January 2003. That's right and I think memory serves me right that was Scott Green's last game for Wigan Athletic I think. Well, I don't. Really, I didn't know that. Well done for that fact, Adam. We'll be back on Wednesday, and we've got a very, very special guest joining us. There'll be more details closer to the time once it's been. Uh, it's all already been confirmed, but once it's been one hundred percent rubber stamped, <laughs> we'll declare who it is. So. A special guest because the draw's been made. It's going to be Nick Powell, Hugo Rodriguez. Oh, we've had some good results down there, haven't we? I mean, when you think of Stoke City away, you think of Nick Powell. Think of Will Grigg with a penalty. Think of Ben Watson coming on and scoring a penalty. Yeah, Lee McCulloch. Lee, Lee McCulloch. McCulloch scored the first ever winning goal in Stoke. Yeah, Maynard Figueroa as well with his uh, tremendous halfway line effort. Some great memories there, yeah. I remember seeing Brian Griffiths score a goal as uh, into, at the away end as well down at Stoke. That was at the Britannia Stadium. Oh, I actually did a, I did a corporate there in 1999. And uh, I was sat on the same table as Nick Hancock, and he was small. He was smoking at the table when we were eating our food. So speaking of Nick Hancock, we think it's all over. <laughs> it is now. All right, so we'll catch you all on Wednesday with that uh, news that hot off the press. Stoke City away, fourth round of the FA Cup. 
Not to say anybody would have picked, but it is what it is. So goodbye from me. Bye, goodbye from all. All the six. Come on.